Hello everyone and welcome to another DNA podcast. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. My name's Eamon. My name is Dan. And this is the fifteenth episode, the big one five. Still amazing every time we get back here. Every time, yeah. because we may not come back one day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean true. True, right? I wonder when that decision is going to come and for what reason. <laughs> oh, okay. I definitely took a darker. <laughs> I thought you were talking about death. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking like we just don't come back. It's not our choice. We just. I mean, technically, we don't have ha- really. Something happens to us. We don't have control over that. No, either, that's, what so. I, that's what I mean. I was like. <laughs> I'd continue the podcast if you died. Likewise. I think I would continue more, even for your honor, rather. I'd be like, no. Eamon would want this <laughs> it just wouldn't be the DNA podcast it'd just no. be the D <laughs> <laughs> please die <laughs> well it'd be the E if I if you die so true that is funny no. yeah you need to die sorry oh, oh, yeah this, <laughs> yeah this I week, guess this week this, this week <laughs> next episode is just gonna be the D Shit. the D oh <laughs> Wouldn't you like to listen to the D? Oh, wow, no. Hell yeah. <laughs> what are you listening to? Oh, the D. <laughs> the D podcast. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> That'd be epic. That would be... Something. <laughs> it would, it would, it'd be something. It would be, it would be. Yeah. Well, we don't have any topics for this one. Well, we do. Oh. Ooh. We ooh. do. I want to talk about war. Let's go. Because I reckon is a very interesting topic, actually. I think so, too. However, I have never learned anything else about it because history in school, unfortunately, was boring. But see, there's a lot of things in history and even like nowadays that can be applied and you can sort of try to think it in a just a perspective view. Like, do you think war is good? Um, well no but like i know it's good i know a lot of people profit from it and it drives the economy and it drives innovation forwards so like like in a in a weird way yes but Mm. no (laughs) i mean apparently most people say if they know history that war is actually kind of good yeah I see that. Yeah, most of the innovations we have nowadays were mostly from World War One and Two. So you think wars? I think war plays a really huge part. So inherently, it does have a benefit in war. There is benefit in war. Yeah, I um, guess that's a good. That's a way of seeing it. Hey, is it's like it's bad, but it is an it's an important driver for innovation. Yeah, and usually cheaper innovation because if you're doing all this stuff that's very expensive, it's not sustainable, so you can't maintain yourself in more. So it's like you need to think of like things around other things as well. One thing that I really find interesting as well is that a lot of the findings that we have currently in like medicine, World War Two. I heard a lot of things were from Hitler and like anesthesia and stuff like that. Yeah. Was from without operating on someone who isn't on anesthesia. Like what happens? (laughs) Yeah. Like you can't understand how the body operates under no influences until (laughs) you do it, (laughs) which is horrible to, to, to think of. No. But 
an a very important finding. So many important findings. Like I'm pretty sure they were like working on how like concussion works, and they learned a lot because obviously you're in war, so you need to learn how like your body reacts to different yeah. things, different gases. It's kind of how they discover the gas chamber by like using different things. And they just found um, out the yeah, it's, dude. The the gas chamber uses a gas that is literally used for like um. Oh, I might be wrong on on the exact reason but it's like an it was a normal use to it it's a normal it's a normal thing yeah i think it was something for grass like it was genuinely just something that was hella toxic but like it was it had a really strong smell so people knew when to stay away from it yeah basically the invention was that but without smell so that's what they used i know that like i think butane or like when you turn on the barbecue and you can smell the gas i know that that's like a that's an artificial smell they add to it yeah it's just so you don't explode your house. Or, yeah, just so you. Yeah, just so you're so, less just so you're aware of it. <laughs> I know we want to talk about war. Mm. We can talk about it later, but like we just instantly steered down the route of um, like the findings from war. Mm. Maybe future conversation. It'd be awesome to talk about the ethics and how how that interacts with findings in the in science. Ethics and science. Yeah, I reckon that's like, an interesting one. Like, I mean, that's like, what we're talking like, about now. Is it, is it a bottleneck? Yeah, I mean, I want to learn. I want. I want to hear some stuff about war, man. I want to hear some history because I think there's cool stuff. I just don't know anything about it. That's fair. That's fair. There's so much to it, though. It's actually really cool. Um, I find it cool. <laughs> I think everyone finds it cool. People just, might find disagreeable, but I mean, yeah, but like, I think school was so boring in the way that it taught it mm. that, and that's what we're all exposed to, and that's why we don't find it interesting. Yeah, I mean, war never... just shapes the nature of human history. We've been in war since forever, <laughs> since the beginning of us. So, since yeah. Uga Booga times, we literally started discovering tools because of war. You and know. are there patterns that have emerged? Like I remember us talking sense. talking earlier, like trade being an important one, or like. I don't See, know, like, I don't know. Is it just money territory? Is it just greed? It is kind of just like that. Yeah, I I believe what the theory of when we were like just at the beginning of hu- human history, we started like. Oh, we talked about this even. Um, like, you start feeling, like, jealous towards the other villagers. Like, you, you can be putting out the same sort of um, things, but you don't. So, you look at someone else, and because they're doing far better, you invade because you think that territory oh, that... is better. You know? Yeah, I get you. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> like, two people are just doing chill things. Yeah. And, like, nowadays, I guess, we know more about, like, where minerals are, minerals are, where, like, better land for farming is. So, like, it just becomes more interesting. <laughs> it becomes more viable to take... To figure it out. Oh, yeah. to take it from someone else. <laughs> yeah, it's like the whole Ukraine idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Russia wants the minerals. Russia wants the people yep. from that country to boost their like everything what do they have i think they have petroleum or um, something like that yeah i think big oil deposits yeah i think big oil deposits <clears throat> so that's a big one take it away from the eu yeah yeah i mean technically not even eu because ukraine wasn't part of the eu 
yeah, they okay. want to be a part of it after Russia attacked them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. There was the whole NATO thing, right? Yeah. They were just kind of independent. They I were independent. It. They didn't want to be a part of it because they didn't want to piss off Russia. And then <laughs> Russia attacked. And now the opposite of what Russia wanted is happening where like countries that wanted to be neutral are joining NATO because they're like, yeah, we don't want to be attacked by Russia and we want NATO support in case it happens. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a, it's a backlash. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. I think NATO is similar to the BRICS thing that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. NATO is mostly military though. Yeah. I can yeah. Imagine. It's not commercial. It's, um, it's like for defense. So, um, in case, so like if your countries are getting attacked, you, you, and your NATO country, you get support by the NATO countries. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn. Sorry to put you on the spot. You got a mad history fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I know some, but I'm sure you have a, some great ones. Oh, oh you just were asking me a history. Yeah, fact. yeah, 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 yeah. Drop us. Oh, a, okay. Drop us a cool one. Oh, I you feel like putting, you did put me on the I know, spot. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> I barely even understood it. <laughs> That's how on the spot I was. <laughs> um, a great history fact. Man, I don't know. Let me let me think about it. I love the French Revolution, sort of. Um, French Revolution. Yeah, because <laughs> it was a whole thing, right? So basically, Napoleon is the one that's most related to the Russian Revolution at this point. He was like a military head who was fighting in Africa. I've heard his name. Wasn't he? Didn't he kill the most people? No, 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 no. Mao definitely killed the most people. Oh, real. And then I think it's like Hitler, and then. Stalin or something like that maybe yeah. out of order okay. but those are the three definitely um, he killed a lot of people yes he was one of the people who started generating the idea away from um, monarchs so away from actually like people yeah, I mean, wanting to have like extreme power even though he became one himself afterwards <laughs> you become what you hate yeah <laughs> um, he he was the one who began the idea of like elections and like oh really yeah so like prior to him there was just like yeah a lot of monarchs a lot of kings queens yeah it was the industrial revolution basically so it was it's a it's a hard actually it's very hard to explain in like a very small period of time but like (laughs) that's fair um basically what happened is he was a military head no one in france was happy about the like kings or queens or whatever or like the monarchy yeah the nobles who so, was from france who was from france they yeah. they hated their monarchy and then one day <laughs> this guy came back started a rebellion sorry the rebellion had already started he just like joined in <laughs> and took power um there's this painting that is the um, uh, it's like a prison i forgot the name now of the, of the prison itself but it's like literally where <laughs> these um, this prison just got destroyed by the French army. I I forget the name really? of the. It's I pretty swear sick. There's like a. They have so many paintings of that history. I swear there's like yeah there's one there's one painting that I vaguely remember. Mm. It's like a. Dude, I could just be talking out my ass. I think it's just like a horse or something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> go on <laughs> no i don't i have no idea what i'm talking oh, about okay i don't even know what year the french revolution was in man oh i, I love this one 1789 <laughs> it's very easy to remember <laughs> 1789 yeah 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a seventeen ninety nine. Mm, yeah. Well, that's what Google says. Yeah, I didn't know when it ended. <laughs> I knew when it began. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I, I've just looked up paintings, and uh, turns out there's none that have a horse. No. So, oh, there is one. The Napoleon yeah. one. Check out that bad boy. Yeah, I'm literally looking at it too. <laughs> Dope. Yeah, it's a Napoleon <laughs> and a horse. Uh, he. <laughs> It's really funny because he was a person of the people and that's why he became a leader, which is like, that didn't happen very often on those days. It was usually like monarchy to monarch, you know, families to families. And then one, he was like one of the first to like, that rose up to power. Um, So I do love the idea of the French Revolution. And he rose up through people liking him. Yeah. Purely through charisma. Oh, crazy. I guess maybe... Does that kind of make sense how he was the first to introduce elections? Because he was kind of like the first person who was elected. I guess that would make complete sense, right? He, he, wasn't he was elect- technically he wasn't like- elected by yeah, the people. Yeah, he wasn't elected in like the tradition, like what what we understand, but... Yeah. Um, Let me find the prison one. <laughs> I really... <laughs> I really want to find it again. but Oh, here you go. I found it. How did people paint those p- pictures back then? The Bastille. How do they paint? Yeah, well, like, you're painting a battlefield. Like, what, do you just stand there with a canvas and some paints? Maybe they just had, like, really good photograph memory. I mean, technically, the paintings Maybe. of Leonardo da Vinci when, when they were happening. He, he painted the... Um... What what was it called when Jesus having oh, dinner? The Last Supper. Yeah, he painted that, which is like ages after Jesus died, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. So that's not. That's true. I don't know how real that is. Is that like depicted somewhere? I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Is it depicted somewhere? Like, is it on the Bible? The Order of the Apostles or something? Oh, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I haven't read the Bible. Me neither. <laughs> maybe we should maybe we should just to find out maybe we should I love yeah, this we'll just... this picture is this storming the Bastille is them literally just so the they're just taking down a castle so basically what happened right is there's a lot of prisoners on this the prisons in French were like completely full at this point right so yeah because you'd go to jail for like any reason <laughs> so <laughs> oh sick basically what happened was um so the fr- okay Let's begin again. French yeah. Revolution starts, right? Sure. And then the terror phase of the revolution starts, which is like basically where the guillotine was like primarily used. So a lot of people started dying because of like well, that lack happened. of control. So the, okay. the storming of the bar still happened during that phase where like the revolution started and they just like kill all the nobles. They invaded all the prisons to free the prisoners because a lot of them were, like, in prison for no reason. Yeah, a lot of them were just regular people who, like, what, stole bread and stuff? Yeah. Is that the thing? Correct, yeah. yeah. They just went for prison for, like, very little reasons. Yeah. Um, so you kill the monarchs. Well, not the monarchs, but you're killing, yeah, elites. Yeah, they basically killed freeing, all the novelty. Freeing the prisoners. Yeah. And then Napoleon appears. A guy yo, yo. F- from the army who's like known for his achievements in battle. He was one of the biggest tactical leaders in the world. So if you into tactics, yeah, I've heard. I would I've, read a bit about I've heard Napoleon. His name. I'll have to. I'll have to yeah. look into some of his stuff. 
Um, Some yeah, of he, his stuff, his murders. He was known as a butcher. Sick. Yeah, but like everyone else, wasn't much better on that time. So really, I really think he's age appropriate. <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, but Wait, everyone. What, what do you mean? So basically, what happened, right? Like oh. age appropriate though. Um, like time of, so the time that he lived. Oh, like he wasn't that out of the ordinary. No. Yeah, okay. He was a butcher, but so was everyone else. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else was a savage. Yeah, the Austrians were terrible. The English was terrible at the time. Um, Napoleon, all... So, how he began the whole idea of him attacking other countries because he threatened the idea of the novelty. So, all the nobles from other countries were like, we need to get rid of him. Yeah, or else he's going to come to our country. Well, otherwise our population is going to see this and think that's better. Because he yeah. he created all these reforms that really improve France. That's why he's till this day looked up to by the French people because he actually helped quite a bit. God damn. Yeah. Um and um yeah, all these other countries were like, No, we can't allow that to happen. So <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to get him, boys. So our war started and he turns out he was just re- really good at war <laughs> because he was a general. What a legend. <laughs> yeah. But he was also dumb by the end of the war, like most people who get they he got too much up his head. Oh, uh, too cocky and too, too cocky. He lost I think he took like sixty thousand troops to attack russia or something like that and only like sixty thousand came back sick stuff yeah something something like that basically the same thing that the nazis did (laughs) it's funny that's that seems to be consistent from what i understand attacking the russians no (laughs) yes (laughs) i mean i don't know yeah maybe that is common that's not what i was gonna say but i was just meaning how I believe you. I believe you. The Russians has have. Sorry, you finish your point. Oh first. no, I was just gonna say how how like all, all these all these leaders and people going on this conquest and whatnot. They all it ends up just going to their head. Oh yeah, definitely. And then they end up just making rash decisions, which which lead to their demise. Oh, we can even talk about Hitler here in a way, right? Yeah. Hitler before he started the war, he reformed Germany. He helped Germany. Yeah. So if he won the war, we probably look would look up to him nowadays. Maybe less darker people, but <laughs> definitely we would have looked up to him to, for some of the things that he did, which were positive for well, Germany. That's how he got to the top, right? Everyone liked him. He was yeah, he was charismatic. Reason. And he had this guy that was like one of the best propaganda people. He has a book on like um, people manipulation and... I really kind of want to read it because it sounds interesting. That does sound interesting. Um, he was the guy who like created the... But see, not just him. The Allies also had like heads of propaganda at the time. Where, like, <laughs> That'd be tired. That'd be... Well, dude, the idea is literally to make you hate the other country as the population. So you approve of the war. Yeah, I'm just like head of propaganda. What? A, that's a... That's a pretty big title. That's a... <laughs> right, that's a hefty task. <laughs> It'd be an interesting one, though. It'd be interesting. It would be. They aged pretty poorly, wow. though. If you watch the propaganda nowadays, you're like, wow, that is manipulation. But, like, at the time, people believed it because people yeah. were more well, ignorant. What if there's heads of propaganda now? Just for... Head of propaganda now? Do, they, do we even still have that? Well, 
you would assume that you wouldn't just be able to look it up on your computer, right? That's true. You would, uh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> that he just appears. <laughs> Reich, Ministry of Enlightenment and Propaganda. <laughs> Wait, what? The German guy just oh, appeared. Oh, the German guy. Yeah. <laughs> Straight it, away. I thought it just popped up like a, a guy. <laughs> yeah, his name is Joseph Goebbels. Wow, he got picked on. And the other one was the Warner Not Man. Not Man. Not Man. Not Man. Not Man. N A U. Joseph Gobbles? Bro. But that's. You're you're getting picked on in school with that name. Actually, he wasn't. I don't think even. I don't think he was German, though. No. I remember hearing something about. Yeah, Joseph Gobbles doesn't sound German at all, though. (laughs) Paul Joseph Gobbles? (laughs) Joseph Gobbles. These nuts, hot. <laughs> I had to. That is so no, bad. <laughs> Look, man. My God, I, I don't know. Here, man. I don't know. <laughs> I want to see what he did. It ties in perfectly with. Moral I'm pretty problems. sure there was something to do with him being Jew. <laughs> no, he he helped with the Jew discrimination. Never mind. That was the idea. I mean, that's that's his job, right? It was a, one of his major jobs, yeah. You need to make the population agree with it, right? <laughs> like, that would be a pretty hard task, I reckon. Um, like, make the population agree with the fact that some people are lesser than... I don't know. I feel like... I feel like, yeah, it would. But, like, at the same time, I don't think it would be as difficult as we think. That's true. I mean, manipulation... There's there's an art to it, right? I think so, right? I think when you're operating on like the national scale, it's kind of just like you control what's in the media, mm. and you could kind of have a decent control on what the masses think. That's fair. I do wonder how you get onto it, like how you start, how do you begin. To yeah. be a person like that, because he claims he claims to be, and I tend to believe he claimed to be a very good persuasive person, right? Yeah, and he had to be. Makes sense, right? He he helped Hitler rise to power, basically, and he became a close, um, yeah, like a right hand man. After him. yeah, because he started in 1933, which is way before the war. The war technically started in 38 or 37, so. Okay. Um, and that's that's basically the rise of Hitler. Yeah. And then Hitler, he... Wasn't it like one decision? I remember you said some... There was like... His advisors, his advisors made like one bad call and then he didn't trust them anymore or something. I think so. I remember saying that. I can't remember why now. Or how true it is. I get you. Uh, I, think, I think there was... There were a few mistakes, but Hitler was also pretty... Um, negligent of his generals because he became fairly cocky at some point as most leaders that win <laughs> yo, yo, yo. you win 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 and then one day someone's like don't do it and you do it and you and win you're like, and you're like well i guess i know better than you and then yep that's <laughs> where it begins <laughs> and you forget to, that you got to where you got to because you were listening to them <laughs> one of the biggest mistakes of germany in nazi germany was attacking russia Right, and he they did have a chance to actually conquer Russia, really? but they they wanted to humiliate Russia. 
So not just take it. No. So they divided their army, their big army, to attack Stalingrad. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this. Probably off podcast though. Um, um I don't recall. Stalingrad so. was, um, where Stalin was like born i think or something of the sort like he had a history yeah. there yeah and he was the supreme leader at that point of russia yeah so taking over stalingrad was a humiliation point to the russians yeah as well as and pardon me for saying that they they were conquering and raping you know they they were trying to do make it look terrible and just kill every single person they yeah. didn't live like that's kind of their objective yeah to- the objective wasn't just to conquer it was to humiliate it was yeah yeah it was terrible right yeah 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 yeah. but one thing that they really took for granted was the fact that it's russia you know (laughs) like they the the one thing that they really deemed um savagery was the fact that the russians enlisted women to the army which is something that it's very recent for like the Western culture, right? Yeah. And the Russians already did it back then. And basically they just got this huge army all of a sudden. They had huge masses of land to create industries anywhere they wanted to create like tanks and etc. which Germany doesn't. Germany is a tiny place, right? Yeah. In comparison to almighty Russia, which is huge. Oh my God. So you just have like... You attack this country thinking that it's just going to be, like, pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, because they're, like, unorganized and savages. Yeah. But the, you forget the fact that they're savages, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You should really take that in consideration. <laughs> right, that should be a big yeah. warning sign rather than... Right? A, rather than we should be able to attack these guys. Like, I don't think they are savages, but, like, if you're attacking someone thinking they're savages, you should probably be careful yeah, for yeah, that, right? Be, yeah, you should be tracking with caution, I would say. Definitely. <laughs> it's a it's a funny one it's it's the whole idea of tactics right um yeah because was that the cold was that where i don't know like oh when when they were attacking yeah the cold yeah was they're attacking and they, and they didn't factor in the the environment see one thing that i've noticed when napoleon attacked russia when hitler attacked russia as well worse winters so like just randomly <laughs> they attacked at the worst time the country had ever seen <laughs> oh, sick <laughs> it's a very odd one that is, that is odd <laughs> i feel like the russians has some like some spell thing maybe they some... use some magicians <laughs> to make the weather cold <laughs> extremely cold rather some gods looking some over them maybe but... maybe i mean i've heard of that type thought process before i mean I there's not much that explains that really to be no, fair well nothing explains they started attacking it and it became one of the worst winters of the country yeah odd coincidence <laughs> there is nothing else you can say right like yeah no <laughs> and it happened at the two instances that russia had the most likelihood of losing the territory completely that's so that is <clears throat> that is wild yeah. actually to think of <laughs> Yeah, but by the way, the to to finish. Sorry, I forget I started, but I never finished. Um, the Stalingrad thing, how it happened, was basically like they were attacking Stalingrad, and the people from the city were like, "No, we're not going to give up." So they just stayed in their houses, basically, just <laughs> shooting and doing whatever they could to like stop the army from coming in. Mm. And like at one point, because it took so long, 
they um <laughs> they had to like do something that cut the connection between the German army and the main German army. So the supply chain was like weakened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what the Russians did is they just flanked the army. And they just, they just went the, behind. They just took out the supply chain. They took the supply chain, attacked the army from behind, retook the city, and then just started flanking the Germans ever since. Because <laughs> the Germans at that point were just cold with no new, like no supplies. Yeah, no, 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 no nothing because they've all been... <clears throat> and plus, the war was raging in Europe at that point, so... <clears throat> They were losing supplies in general. There's not as yeah. much to send. So, <laughs> wild. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, Rip. and Gemma got hell attacked as well. They were being attacked from the Western Front, from the Southern Front, and from the Eastern Front. So they were being attacked <laughs> by the Russians from the East. The Americans in, like... All the EU people Bro, Hitler from would've, the Hitler left would have just been like, "Yeah, this is going chill." And then what happened, guys? <laughs> We're getting screwed, dude. Actually, Australia apparently played a really sick, like, pretty cool role in Second World War, in which they real. Like, yeah, I did this project in high school, and I will never forget that because I thought Australia just got slaughtered in Turkey. Turkey. <laughs> That's all I thought it happened, right? <laughs> But the reality is they held out in Africa, in a few spots in Africa, they were like absolutely super tactical. And that was the only reason the Germans couldn't take over the whole thing. And that's where the Americans flank, like the Americans went through and went to Italy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like from the bottom. So it's kind of sick that like... Australia had Australia didn't take over anything, but they no, held no. up. Yeah, we did. We, we did a small thing, but in a in an important way. Dude, huge. The thing is, though, they held out when a lot of people couldn't. So I guess they did quite well. Hell yeah! They had some guys called like the night night stalkers or something like that. They were just like army people who would just come out in the night and just shoot any German inside. Oh my on god! The, in the dark. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> They were just any strange German for that or something. Time, they just like shoot anyone. <laughs> yeah, probably anyone outside. Shoot anyone. Out, yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, probably. So they probably cute. they probably miskilled so many people. Hey, yeah, but like <clears throat> worth question mark. Probably, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, go back to bed. Yeah, why are you yeah, outside of an army base? Yeah, bang dead. <laughs> It's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Damn, man, that's that's. Oh, it's crazy to talk about all this, like the numbers of people dying. Oh yeah, it's you, just you, I, you, I can't, you can't picture it. Well, we no, can. no. First World War was funny in a way because funny. <laughs> that's weird. First World War was <laughs> weird in a way that. A lot of people died, sure. But most people died because of diseases. Yeah. It was a huge contributor to war. Like, deaths in war was the the diseases that went around the trenches. and Yeah. Because so. that was the trench, yeah. That makes, like, all the diseases in their feet. Yeah. And you also had um, the Avery disease, which is... Um, which we know as influenza now. Is that what influenza became? Can't remember. It's like... A very flu. It's like from the birds. And, um... Ooh, yeah, I don't know. It became huge in First World War, and we literally don't have statistics on how many people died from it. 
because so many people die from it. <laughs> so like people die and be a question of did they die because of the war or disease? Don't know. No time. Continue. Continue fighting. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, person's dead. Don't even, don't even bat an eye. No, don't. Dude, keep, first of all, war was... Keep looking at the opponents. Scary. Because like, you know all these war treaties that we have? Like the honorable treaties? Like don't use gases. I guess they would have never been around. They weren't. So first of all, what was the first time that they used it? So Mercer like gas, gas was a big one. Mercer gas is literally a gas that like <laughs> deteriorates your body. <laughs> that stuff's scary. That, it's terrifying. That stuff is scary. And then you had like um, biological war, warfare, which was like just sending diseases. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, which is all stuff that now is like not allowed, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote. It's wild. I don't know how that works, man. <laughs> I mean, biological warfare. Look, they said COVID was a bit was of a biological one. Yeah, that's yeah, that was a big one. That's what the. Wait, what did you say? They said COVID was a. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard it correctly, but I didn't want to sound all tinfoil hatty. Mm. But yeah, I, have I mean, I, I don't believe it, but I also believe it a bit. It's weird. Um, it doesn't seem like it helped China very much. So I really tend to not believe. No. <laughs> but I don't. That'd be interesting. Because does it seem advantageous for them despite their losses? I don't think it does. They're, they're well commercial. <laughs> like marketing is dropped. Everyone just lost money. In China, if one person has COVID, they have to lock down. Like, but is that just a good way of, like, um, maintaining control? Yeah, maybe. Like, like maybe that's not necessary. It's just that, like, now we are able to control our population like that. It's allowed them to. Yeah, but economically wise, it wasn't, and that's yeah, usually what that's people what in the government tend to prefer is economical. Although in China, I don't know. Yes. I think in China that's, that's they prefer the sure human they control. Send, I'm sure they just send their little like kids to the sweatshops regardless. <laughs> Gonna build on that? <laughs> yeah, rip. I forget the, the international people can listen to this. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. I don't think any... You don't think it was biological warfare? COVID. Yeah. I don't think so. I genuinely think it was an accident and it looks really bad. And China I, has a big thing on to do with honor and yeah. weaknesses. And if, and admitting to the fact that that was an accident would have been really devastating to them. Yeah. And that's, um, I think that's... But it looks sus to us. My understanding as well is that like... I don't know if interstate... I don't know if they have states in China. I don't know if that's how they... I think they have provinces or something like that. Yeah. But, I think it's like the one that it broke out in didn't want to report it back to the head of... And they're like, yo, silently, we're just going to keep this under... <laughs> we're going to keep... We, we're going to control this, not let them know that <laughs> internally it, it's gone south. Okay. Because they didn't want to seem weak to the government. Mm. I think I think that's my understanding of how it works. Yeah, China has this big thing about weakness. I mean, all countries do, but China I feel like has a bigger thing about weakness, especially with like the whole Hong Kong and Thailand, 
um, Thailand, Taiwan <laughs> sort of <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and Russia also had that. So the whole idea of Ukraine is that it was a USSR owned um, part of country, right? So it was USSR country. Yeah. Soviet. I don't, I don't know what the USSR is. is a Soviet Russia. So it was a lot bigger. And, um, okay. you know, all those countries like you, 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 all the countries that finished with Stan, Stan, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, Pakistan, yeah. Uzbekistan, Uganistan, Uganistan, I don't know Kazakhstan, if that one exists. Yeah, that one exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were all like from Russia. <laughs> they were all Soviet they're Russia. All, they're all Soviet Russian. Yeah. And then they became unannexed at one point. They became not a part of Russia anymore when the USSR broke and they became Russia instead of USSR. True. I don't understand how that works, though. It's just... Because then they just become their own countries, right? Yeah, they became their own countries. They they claim their own independence. And then it's what Russia's gone back, being like, ha, you used to be mine, bro. Yeah, that's that's the Ukraine idea. They're like, yeah, yeah give me. <laughs> but like we discussed earlier, I think it's definitely more of a going after it for the the minerals the minerals and the people i heard that's a really big factor that people don't speak about as much it's just the fact that russia is lacking younger people so they need more people (laughs) don't incentivize children in your population just go and take over another country i mean if you're too old what do you do (laughs) surely Surely they have population below 50. I don't know. Let's look at it. (laughs) I wonder if that's a big thing globally. Because I know a lot of people are scared of overpopulation. But I think underpopulation, like, globally, is a a more pressing issue. I'm pretty sure that's correct. But I don't know if that's international. I think Japan apparently has a big one, doesn't it? Like, aging population. Yeah. Like, Japan is genuinely, like, apparently on population decline. Yeah, well, that's for... Because I did a little bit of work there. I learned a little bit about all this stuff. And that's mainly got to do with their work culture. Okay. Because they work too much. Yeah. They don't have time for a family. Yeah, basically. Or, like, the culture sees... Sees hopping jobs as a really bad thing. Like, they really traditionally believe that you should, like, if you have too many jobs on your resume, then, like, you're unloyal or whatever. So, like, when you're when you're 30 or you're 40 or older, they're, like, they know that if they fire you, you're not going to get another job. Mm-hmm. So, they just, you have to work five hours over time or else we're going to fire you. It's, like, essentially it and you have to do it. That's a terrible culture. <laughs> Right? So, like, that's what they're seeing. Heaps of people leave Japan to go to better work environments mm. is a contributing factor for why their population is declining. It's not the Japanese people are declining. It's just, like, the pop- <laughs> it's just the population inside Japan. Is yeah, they become old, which is a problem because yeah. you want more young people in your country. I think they're also just, like, not having much sex. Yeah, I've heard this. That's the one I heard. <laughs> that is the one I heard. <laughs> yeah. Rip. And even if they're having sex and not having enough children, so... <laughs> yeah, they've been too good at stopping children from being born. 
Hmm. Here you go. So fertility between 1993 and 2008, there was a great decrease in country's population from 148 to 143 million. There was a huge 50% decrease in number of births per year from 2.5 million in 1987 to 1. 1.2 million since 97. But the current 1.58 fertility rate is still better than those in nine in the 90s wait that kind of contradicts the point doesn't it that means they're having more children no they just said they're having less <laughs> so they're having 1.2 million since 97 Mortal- mortality rates death isn't it the rate there was no death. mortality here oh i thought you said they mortality said fertility rate. oh fertility rate what is a fertility rate it's going to be births no see no. that's the that's the thing they're saying it's better now <laughs> they are but they also said it's worse oh from the 90s wait yeah okay okay better Look, than the 90s or worse than the 90s there was a huge 50 percent decrease in number of births per year from 2.5 million in 87 to 1.2 in since 97 so in a 10 year span it was a 50 percent decrease and it was since then it started being 1.2 so i'm assuming Uh, that's the burst continuously till now so 87 to 90 87 to 97 it went down heaps and then it maintained and then it went up like tiny bit yeah fertility rate why would i even change the word though that's so weird i have no idea i have no idea man just repeat yourself (laughs) But I know that, like, I'm pretty sure fertility rate just globally is declining. Yeah, really? I, like, like, uh... Apart from third world countries? <laughs> oh, I don't, I have, I have no idea. Okay. Maybe, I, I think, I think I'm just talking about established economies. <laughs> I think so. First world, first world countries. I think it makes sense to decline your fertility rate once you establish country, because... Usually people in those countries are more seeking other things. Yeah, but you don't want it though, because it's not a good driver for growth. Yeah. It's a declining population. You don't, but that is usually a thing that happens once your country is well established. Because you no longer require that many people because you're not growing? Well, for the country, it's fine, but for the people, it's different. People just seek other things, you know? Like, if you... Like... Yeah. It's usually, it's funny because I learned this in Brazil. It's usually really tied to education. Countries with higher education usually tend to have less children. Huh. Yes. Why? What the? That's strange. I think it's because it's the same thing with Japan. So you have a culture with work and you have a culture with studying, right? You you, want to do other things. So if you're working, you usually don't have a family or you have one kid instead of like 10 yeah where like in a um in a third world country you would have families with like 30 kids you know like some crazy amount which is very something ridiculous which is rare here it's rare here it happens but i think even here i think like uh see again i I can't put a finger on why but i know a lot of like people in relationships are just like don't want to have kids yeah yeah whereas like 10 years ago 
everyone wanted to have kids. People would have wanted to have kids, yeah. Yeah, I think... And before then, people would want to have more kids than the... Yeah, but see, the people who usually are like, I want... Oh, this is going to sound bad. <laughs> well, you... I want to have kids are usually people who aren't driven by much. Especially early in life. Yeah, I tend to disagree. <laughs> yeah, why? I don't know, I think it's just a simplification. <laughs> Okay, do I want to explain more my points so you can yeah, explain yeah, yours? Yeah, okay, yeah. so... Because um, that was a terrible explanation. <laughs> no, that's All right. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's my criticism. Okay. My criticism is it was, a simple, it was too simple. It was too, like, ah, uh, nah, boring first half of life so bad kids. And I was like, oh. No, I think... See, that's this is this is the thing, though. I've... I've um, I don't know much about it. That's the thing. But like, what I've learned so far from it is that yeah. well-established countries with more high education rates have less um, problems with like high amounts of kids being born. Right. So usually that's tied to the fact that they're more aware of the financial issues that they will have. Usually, people yeah. back in the day would have more kids because of farmland, so they would actually have more hands to work in farms. So with the decrease of farmland and the increase of um, housing and industry inside the city you don't actually have the need of higher yeah, you don't people need, being born like the only reason you would have kids is to like elongate your bloodline right correct yeah and usually i mean this is and what i said last was just a personal point that i've noticed that when i speak to people from uni or like um, people who are doing something right even trying to like start their own businesses they usually don't look forward to having kids it's something that they're not against but it's something that they're not like even planning because they have other things in mind and i think yeah. that's more related to like a um obviously the industrialization of the country while versus a person who has um that's not a bad thing by the way but has less going on has already something established from a young age they already can look into those things for example people who go into trade they sometimes but most of my trade friends actually do have did have kids earlier because like yeah. they already have something established so they can actually look into having a family next right so that's the next step yeah. for them yeah it's hard while, to establish something yeah while a person who is a uni they don't want to have kids because they want to finish their university first and then yeah, after yeah, that yeah, they yeah. want to grow their okay. status in... I, I understand what, I understand what okay. I, yeah I understand you I understand the view now okay why do you disagree <laughs> oh no I tend to agree about okay that. I tend to agree best in that point all right. All right. all right all right on your explanation yeah like I think it's a vast generalization that like everyone who has kids like yeah <laughs> it was just the way you said it earlier where it was that's fair like... I think that was a poor way to say it yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But so it's good that you, good that you ex explained it. Yeah, I have a way to explain it. It's just obviously, I got I got caught up on that one. Yeah, the way you made it sound it was like, a, yeah, if you have a boring life, you have kids. <laughs> Not boring, established life, right? Yeah. Which is different to which, like, which makes sense. And and while while you're thinking, and I don't know how I don't know, I don't know how accurate it is, but I'm like maybe maybe it's like a. It's you probably have like less stay-at-home parents, right? Less. Yeah. Like uh, I was just for the sake of political correctness, whatever. Keep it to just like you have less resources dedicated to looking after a child. You probably mm. have a, like a higher focus in our culture today on like doing something with your life. You know. Yeah. Like you being successful, whatever. I don't know if this is just like. 
I think that relates to it. Yeah. Perspective or whatever, but like, or like, yeah, household expenses are increase, like living expenses is increasing. So it's like, for a lot of people, having children is just a. Well, like when we talk about getting to a stable state before having children, it's just a lot more difficult to do that and then maintain that stable state with children. Definitely, and I think you raise a really good point on. Um, oh wow, I completely forgot the word specifically, but um, when you said people try to like look for their success, yeah, always first, because yeah. that's a big thing that has really grown through the years. I believe people want always want to be successful, but the the types of success I think have changed from like nineteen fifties to like now. <laughs> a hundred years ago yeah um do you feel like it's a lot more of a like selfish success ideas i think so it's it's less about the growth of your community and the country yeah and more about yourself you accomplishing something and you don't have time for kids because you have to go do this or i don't want to have to drop my kids at school and all this stuff definitely i think so i think it is a more selfish tone to it not that I think that is a bad thing, honestly. It's probably bad for a country, but I mean, in I think, reality... I think it's all important and balanced for me. Like, I still think having having kids is an important part of life experience. Yeah. I think everyone believes so. But most people will encounter that issue later in life yeah. where they're like, oh, I wish I had kids. And then they are just too old for it. Yeah because um, that's it I think when a lot of people talk about it I love how we just somehow got onto this from from war but <laughs> I mean part of it <laughs> yeah I know I know it's just funny uh, like going from death to birth but <laughs> I forgot my own train of thought now ah <laughs> oh, rip that's, that's what happens when you go in random tangents yeah, mid-sentence that sucks that sucks, <laughs> that sucks what was I talking about <laughs> um <laughs> Un- well, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. like, what part of it? Oh, this is the most recent you can remember. <laughs> the most recent, okay. I'm um, sure I'll latch back onto it pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to remember first. I see, that's fair. Um, <laughs> you were saying how? Oh, okay. I think it's just uh, when a lot when a lot of people talk about having kids, okay. they only think about like oh, until the kid is like 11 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no one like. Like, the annoying stages of having a kid. Yeah. I mean, one would debate that having a kid is quote-unquote annoying until they're, like, out of the home. Yeah. I guess it depends. <laughs> depends, really. No, I agree. Depends on so many things. Mm-hmm. Probably could most... be annoying and then you could kick them out at 16, which I have definitely heard of that before. I guess it's, like, it comes down to your parenting. <laughs> yeah. If your kid is terrible, that may... Be telling you something about yourself yeah and i've heard of a lot of well i've heard the perspective of like people who aren't happy with their upbringing and then don't feel comfortable going into a parenting role or such like they don't want to be parents because they didn't never had a good example of good parents themselves which again i don't know I mean, I feel like that's a good excuse. There's many good excuses, though. <laughs> yeah, excuses. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know a better word for it. They're good reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
because at the end of the day is it is up to everyone if they want to do it or not because at the end of the day if you don't think you're going to upbring someone in a good way why would you yeah why do it yeah i mean i still think it's important to continue the bloodline yeah but most people don't care about that man <laughs> that's yeah yeah i'm sorry is i don't i mean don't apologize <laughs> to me bro their bloodline ain't gonna exist in mine will so i'm not <laughs> that's fine man i hope you can see through their eyes because everyone <laughs> dies <laughs> wait see it through their eyes yeah because i don't see the point of continuing bloodline what? sure you're you're here because someone thought it was worthwhile yeah and i didn't ask to be here <laughs> you don't want to be here i don't know do i i don't know what comes after was it worth it <laughs> you don't know either <laughs> i'm i'm glad i was born good on you will you remember any of this experience well i'm experiencing it yeah. uh, maybe <laughs> i don't know well, i'll find out you will find out and that's what i'm saying i don't see the point because no one explained to me and no one can can or ever will actually explain the point of it because will i continue being alive through my bloodline no so why do i care about my bloodline wait you won't exist through your bloodline you won't, you won't continue to exist will i cease to exist when i die or do i like well you've heard of the thing that like you exist in someone's memory yeah right? like that's a form of existence yeah but that is that conscious experience existence or like do you know you're a part of their memory and once you're because everyone's forgotten at some point especially people that didn't make much of a change yeah so do you still live after but it it feels like maybe it's a way way of elongating it like if you have kids and then those kids have grandkids and then they remember oh granddad dan <laughs> and then when they grow old it's like your name has been remembered for longer yeah but i don't know if that matters that's fair. Like, I find that super cool. I mean, inherent- I want to have kids. Don't I get mean, me wrong. We're, we've had this conversation before. I mean, it's like apparently we're all like, we've done the philosophy and none of it matters. Mm-hmm. We had why to have kids. But I so- feel like if there's something that did matter, mm-hmm. it would. I think if one thing matters is you being in control of your own life. And if you can say, can't say yes or no to having kids, you don't have control of your own life. Wait, what do you mean? If it's something that you must do, then you don't have control of it. It's not yours. Yeah, but you always have control over it. Correct. So, you have a choice to be or not be. Yeah. part of continuable line doesn't matter inherently at the end we don't know ah well it doesn't inherently well maybe it does we got brought into this world for some reason i like to believe so like does continue bloodline is part of that reason don't know some some religions would believe so like to like you're brought here to to continue it yeah to continue not just your bloodline because to be fair 
just a bloodline is pretty it's a pretty selfish way to look at it but to continue society right continue humankind to continue living yeah I don't know, I feel like it's definitely a meaningful cause to contribute towards. I don't think so. I've already point pinpointed this reason. We're pretty shitty creatures. And we yeah. will kill ourselves pretty... Probably pretty soon, actually. See, <laughs> shitty creatures, but like... It's a comparative statement. Like, compared to what other intelligent species you know no just comparing to ourselves really we like to murder each other in masses yeah but we, we also like, like to help each other in masses mm, usually for very selfish reasons yeah but... yeah which usually we would probably if it was easier we would explode it if it didn't have any ethics around it yeah but look at the society we built <laughs> which will probably end very soon just like that as well yeah so i guess like what you're you're saying is why build it at all no i'm not saying that i'm saying we're pretty bad creatures we like we are greedy creatures that surround by power since always we'd like territory we'd like being superior to other creatures to ourselves even right so we are not great creatures and yeah we did quite a cool things but in hindsight does does it matter at the end of the day because if it does and if we are like i don't know going to hell for doing certain things like was it all worth it you know like it's it's an interesting one i don't i don't love human nature human nature is pretty fucked up we're pretty bad we we look we live in a really good place it's really hard for people who haven't left this country to actually say much about it but like because here it's all really big flowers we see like little things and we're bothered about like the tiniest things ever yeah and that's what first world country problems is yeah but like if you go to the real world where like and i say real because the majority of people live it yeah that's what not the minority like us yeah 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 it's a pretty bad out there man it's hard to get jobs there's famine there's like diseases there's lack of um medicine um and all generated because some people won't give money away so yeah there are good people but in general (laughs) we're greedy creatures and i don't love that and i want to have kids but to to this conversation bringing a kid to this world is a pretty insane thing to do because i know when i die even before i die probably the world will be in the biggest chaos and they will probably die in war but what if they lead the revolution dan don't know we'll probably all die very soon (laughs) i mean (laughs) like as a species if what is happening continues yeah very soon is super subjective but like like i mean next hundred the human race is 10 is like gonna die at some point sure no i mean soon i mean like if it continues the way it is it's very likely that a lot's gonna go down that we don't want especially with like the amount of weapons we have to actually mass disrupt everything 
So when you say the way it's currently going. Because mm. we had a massive decrease and then now we're just increasing again, right? So the tensions that are happening right now. So this is what is interesting, right? About so you're, war. You were talking about like the war and conflict and it's okay. like we have a quiet period now. No, see, better. so this is one thing I find very interesting about war currently. Yeah. Back in the day, you'd have a war and it'd be purely tactical and you'd have to like go in there, you send your troops, which are human, and you they fight each other and whoever wins is the winner, right? They yeah. win the war. Now, with what we have, right, you send a bunch of like automated stuff, a bunch of drones to kill troops or whatever. But like if you're losing and you own like mass destruction weaponry, which is nuclear bombs. Yeah. You just bomb the other country before you lose. There is no loss for you. You're already going to lose. So you basically just destroy an entire country. You can... You think they'd do that? You think... It? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Just blow up the world out of spite of your own loss? Oh, well, you can still win if you basically blow up the entire other country and their troops with it. And probably some of your troops with it too. Do you reckon the world will come to that? Dunno, but it's very likely. <laughs> That's why we have them. That's why they were created. And that's why they're still creating them for whatever reason. <laughs> I thought it was just like a, like a big don't attack me because look at our... Look, have you seen how look, many we have? Look, look at my arsenal. Have you seen how many warheads we have? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a just don't attack me. It's a... If you attack me, there'll be big consequences. And that's why big powers don't attack each other. So I mean. It's like, it's like on the playground. You have... You have don't, don't, don't throw a rock at me. I have five rocks. And you're like, well... <sighs> I have six and then you're like well, scrambling why well, I have seven <laughs> yeah and then you at one point attack and maybe after a while I guess, I guess. maybe after I a while it, I, just, but, I just see it as no, no one attacks and it's just a perpetual like oh see that's what a cold war is and that's what currently scramble. can happen but like sometimes you only need one incident <laughs> and all breaks loose it's such a fine line now such a fine line and before we would have to like send a troop in but now you can just now blow can up just, the other country you can just send a drone in yeah it's the same dude second world war was horrible like the whole like bombings of cities they were bombing like just literal cities with no purpose other than destroy them for like genuinely just to destroy and show their capability for no reason now that's fair kill civilians just to kill civilians i definitely have a more optimistic view on civilization <laughs> well one would hope so <laughs> please tell me your view on civilization tell me the roses <laughs> <laughs> i just don't think it's gonna all lead to war and death <laughs> yeah you do economy bro you should know better <laughs> what do you mean how's the economy going tell me well, I told you, like yeah, the, you did. the brick stuff, like the... There's a brick stuff. What else is there? How's the whole country's the economy going well, currently? Well, I can't give you a recap of every single... No, but economy. give me a very generalized answer on that one. Are they increasing? Are they getting better? Um, I mean, I think global GDP is in an all-time... Oh, well, I know GDP growth is slowing. 
Mm-hmm. I know that's something. Yeah. But that's because we that's because we don't have that's because it's difficult to come up with new innovations. Yeah. But I think like that's GDP growth is slowing, but G- the GDP is like the total output of all countries is increasing. Like we're creating more things than, than we've ever created in the before. Yeah. Why? Because our technology is increasing. Yes. And what does technology usually go to right now? Yeah. It's a lot of like, and there, I have heard of these things like where it's like, uh, <clears throat> it's like the first question really that we asked, or mm-hmm. that you asked is like, is war good? Is war good, right? Yeah. It's like, you have so many, if people profit off of war and people profit off of like Pfizer, off of COVID, Mm. enough of these type things then like it makes sense for those things to then just become the dominant features in in the world yeah if that's what drives economic growth <laughs> mm-hmm. it drives economic growth also because you need more people to be employed like but like also these technologies if they like it's just very it's just a dice roll on if these technologies take off take off or not well, like, the bigger reason we're spending so much in military is because we're all preparing for something to happen. It might not happen, but the likelihood is big enough for everyone to start. Yeah, it's just the possibility that it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty high possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there is a very high possibility. And like they're, they're putting so much money into like things that are automated so they don't have to send troops. Yeah. But that's so bad as well because <laughs> you're gonna kill so many civilians in like with a bunch of people with like a bunch of electronics that don't carry humans you know and there's a whole ethics side of it that people were debating it before even before this thing started right which is like using drones for like policing for example yeah you, you see these robots in new york city now police robots <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> yeah dude it's like it's like something out of the future is a Robocop. Yeah, Robocop. <laughs> what do they do? Are they like purely AI or they have a person behind it? I think... Um, I'm not sure. I think they're purely AI. But yeah, check it out. It's Robodog. That would be terrifying. They're Robodog... Robodog police dogs. There's three of them. Three? Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought it was like a bunch of them. Does it look like the one from Black Mirror? There's the photo. Yeah. I saw one the other day, Uni. <laughs> it's like the Boston Dynamic dog and then two other things. Yeah, I, I saw one of these at Uni the other day. They brought it in. This it's is so wild. cool. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is a little scary. It is a little scary. Oh, dude, when you see them working in front of you, like in person, is a lot more scary than I expected. Because it's like you can sense the lack of lifelessness in it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you're like yeah i don't think this would really care about like just this is, this is just ending someone's me. life <laughs> yep it would just do it <laughs> it would it would see there's this thing i was scared when they when they when i saw the there's like a news thing when i, when I saw that they had released these i was like oh my god dude we- i think they are controlled though i think they are we need to overthrow these there things. was this thing that I saw, it was like talking about them in the psychological, because it's a new, it's a new type of like thing that we do now, right? Where we can just 
strike it, strike bombs from like an office ages away from the conflict. Um, and they were like studying the psychological of the people that have to do it because basically, and I'll further explain, let's say some war is breaking out in like somewhere in Arabia, right? Somewhere in like, yep. Yep. And you just Just sitting in your office in America on your little control, your little little drone drone, and you like explode and you just explode a whole building. And then you just stand up, have a shower, go go home. (laughs) Yeah, because you're so disconnected from the... From the fact that you're actually murdering a bunch of people. Yeah, that you're murdering everyone. Yeah, so they were talking about the ethics of actually using drones in war because it's so out of a game rather than like being real life at all. You don't connect very well. You don't know what you're doing almost, right? Yeah. It's like the old uh, the old trolley problem dilemma thing, you know? Yeah, it really is. Versus pulling pulling the lever versus pushing the dude off the off the bridge. It's like one it, of them is you're more, you're, it more, is. you're more connected to it. The other is less connected. You're more likely to commit the quote-unquote murder. Yeah. It's a... Um... It's a funny one. It's it's a new it's a new world we're walking in. I'm actually interested to see how it goes. <laughs> I hope no war is gonna happen. Um, and I've debated already the fact that like nuclear bombs will make it last longer. Peace, <laughs> but like if it happens, you only really need one to go off. You know. Oh yeah, to trigger like a bunch. Yeah, but that's what I think they understand. Oh, they understand that, but it's just out of control, you know? Like, Russia was already moving their nuclear heads when they were attacking Ukraine. When NATO started, like, talking about it. Literally, to, for yeah. threatened reasons, they started moving their warheads. It's scary, man. Yeah, no, I've, and I've, <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard Russia say that they would lose half a country or some, 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 something like that. Yeah, no, they're ready. They're, they're ready. And I'm sure, like... And this is what I'm saying. Russia seems like the bad guy, but I'm pretty sure most of the countries this way <laughs> will do the same thing. We'll do the same just thing. for pride, you know, of their own country. Yeah. I don't know. I can't comment on, on the that. I feel like there's too much propaganda. It's too hard to have a conclusive agreement on, on like whether or not it, like what's going on there, you know? There's propaganda, but there's also plain facts. Like, no one would be creating an army without something being triggering, you know? Yeah. Apart from America and bigger countries. But, like, I I'm mean, talking about Australia general specifically. General death bad. General death bad. Yeah. There's this whole Taiwan thing happening, which, if it happens, it would be literally on Australia's doorstep. So, Australia I mean, will have yeah. to take some type of decision. I don't even know what. China wants with Taiwan. China wants to dominate the Indian Sea. So they want trade routes, uh, proper yeah. trade routes, without having to depend on different spots. So, for example, most of the countries that close that area are allied with the US, like Singapore. Then you have Taiwan. Yeah. And there's another one at the bottom. The Philippines in so general. They, they just want to be able to send ships to there without a worry. Exactly, yeah. And America is usually doing trainings there, right? Just to, like, <laughs> piss off the Chinese. 
yeah. and then you also have the Ch- China putting like random as islands yeah, in the I middle s- I saw the little island and then they just turn into a military base they do yeah that's that's great stuff I think it's five out of seven are military bases now yep <laughs> so yeah they want to take over that area because it's, it's strategic to them and it makes sense from their point of view yeah and they're prepared to go for, to water for it they just want to be prepared for it which apparently in 2030 there'll be like 2030 2050 there was a predicament i don't know there was a there's a thing that they were like comparing to see like technologically speaking china will be like the same as america i know the i know the american like economy was supposed to be overtaken by 2030 did they by china is like i heard even earlier the prediction or something like that someone I don't know I don't know no one knows how accurate this stuff is no that one's really hard to say hey because the world of economics changes so often yeah man and like you know they were on path for it and then the the housing crisis in in China happened where it's like Mm -hmm. so much of their economy was propped up on buildings that are empty (laughs) and then this girl like went bankrupt for like 40 billion dollars dude have you seen the ghost towns like have you ever seen documentaries on them no i have not it's actually so sick it's literally like an entire city yeah no one in it yeah terrifying just dust (laughs) but do you know like how they came came about no i've heard an explanation but i forget so please explain so this is how their economy was growing so fast or like this is why it (laughs) appears like it was growing so fast Mm. is because they would get investors like yo 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 investors give me your money because i'm gonna i'm gonna build i'm gonna buy this land here and we're gonna build a city on it it's gonna be populated and it's gonna be hella sick they're all gonna be my buildings everyone's gonna be paying me rent and i'll be able to pay you back it's gonna be tight guys trust 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 Mm. so all these (laughs) international people like give give this company money they buy the land oh look at that you've acquired land worth like like a lot of money oh that adds to your company valuation oh Oh, you use all this you use all this investor money to to buy minerals and steel and whatnot and you build all these buildings oh look at that now you have you have a skyscraper there that's worth a lot of money you have buildings there that's worth a lot of money and you own all this land so your company valuation is huge Mm. and they would just do this over and over and over and they would have this massive their company would look huge and like <laughs> and if you look at it on paper it's been growing the company's been growing steadily growing it's how like, weird <laughs> and then yeah and then this is what happened like i think a year ago is um some of these debts started coming to be realized oh, and the no. investors are like yeah oh i won't like start paying back this loan <laughs> but they didn't have money for it yeah interesting and then that's what like the yeah there's a big kerfuffle i don't i don't actually know what's happened from it because the chinese government was very like we ain't bailing you out (laughs) you got yourself in this mess it's not our fault yeah it's ain't (laughs) our fault but it put a lot of pressure on like the manufacturing the the mining yeah international markets because a lot of international people had put a lot of money into this 
A lot of Australian ore so, was sold because so, of that. Yeah, right. All of this stuff that that is based on money that cannot be repaid. Mm. So, so that that's that's how the ghost cities came about. And then yeah, the guy I don't I don't know how he's paid back all the debt. It was like tens of probably hundreds of billions of dollars. Did they he, pay back? I think they might still be in the process. I know he dug into his own pocket though. God damn. It's like 40 billion of his own dollars, which was which was like such a marginal percent of the of the company. But he had to like <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it's been paid back because if it hadn't there was a crisis on on the edge. That's so interesting. Dude, I I remember just looking at them and being like, "Oh my god, that's sick!" Because they're like fully completed cities. They they weren't built like normal cities, like start small and then gross. It's like big city. Yeah, <laughs> boom. There's, there's just like entire cities, and it's like what? That's wild. Yeah, more than thirty billion dollars of debts. Of oh debt. god. Around twenty billion held by investors outside of China. Is ever grand. Okay, so because of that, they went back. They basically like lost. Well, yeah, like it's just the biggest property developer in China. So, like, yeah, it just shines light on a lot of things that the economy, the economy, be doing. Because, like, because you look at China's fast-growing economy, and then it's like it's held up by a company like that. It's a lie, basically. Yeah. A lot of it is a lie, though, right? Like, we were talking about the American one as well some it's... time ago, and you're telling me how, like, fake <laughs> it basically is. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I, I, forget, I forget how, but, yeah, there's a lot of... Like, I know there's small things. Like, if you flip something, so if you're, like, uh, if you buy something for $5, sell it for 10 that's, like... <laughs> technically making that thing worth ten dollars now yep so you're doubling the value of that thing and that contributes towards the economy or like if you scale if you scale that up okay. like drop shipping you know okay. like you take a cheap product from china sell it for expensive over here it's like you're you're increasing australian gdp because you're like producing goods but like it's let's see it's false because those things aren't actually worth as much as what you're selling them for <laughs> But wouldn't one in- say that it is because you've made it that? Yeah, but it's like it's like in, it's like inflating the actual value of the money for like no reason. I guess yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it's for, more for increase of. I'm sure it's more nuanced than that. But. Sure, there's more reasons behind it. Yeah, but like, it's interesting, hey. Yeah, war is a big one, man. War is crazy. But like going back a little bit, yeah, on like older wars, a lot less happened. <laughs> like a lot more happened at the time. So like a lot of wars were fought for so much less. I feel like there are bigger stakes now, which is very. It's kind of cool in a sort of sense, I reckon. It is interesting. Like I don't know anything about the past wars, but I definitely feel like, oh, maybe everything the dust is settled so that yeah anything worth fighting for now is gonna be like a a big thing <laughs> yeah back then it was like smaller territories 
Yeah. Literally tiny, because <laughs> most wars were fought like in Europe, right? Um, I mean, there was a lot of actually. I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of wars fought in Asia and other places. So never mind that one. But um, the the ones that I know the most are in Europe, and it was genuinely just to like take these little, little territories because there's so much, so many countries already in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more, more countries, you have more power, bro. Yeah, I, I was talking to this guy about this one that I love. Um, oh, I told you about it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think you already spoke it on the podcast. It was, like, about the language, basically. Yeah. But, like, the Normans attacked France. And um, France was like, okay. The Normans were Vikings, by the way. They attacked France. France won. And they were like, okay, we won, but we like you. We want you to defend our country, so we'll give you this piece of land, which was Normandy, and you guys protect us, and you guys can have our land. Easy. Easy trade. <laughs> Easy trade. And then <laughs> the Normans attacked England from that spot. Huh. Yeah. And as well as that, the Vikings from the top were also attacking England. And yeah. I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah, that's how they conquered England and they were like how all those the language changed Normandy. yeah no Normandy wait <laughs> that's a different one so it is the same place but right. D-Day ah uh, yes would have been way in the D-Day future D-Day's second world war yeah, well, yeah it would have been way in the future yeah 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 do you, mu- do you know much of the story of D-Day pardon do you know much of the story of D-Day uh no really sick okay so Nazi Germany right that's not a lot of people died at the beginning of the war, they basically, their tactic was speed, right? Mm. So basically what they did was like Germany, from Germany to France as quick as possible. So like from the beginning of the war, they took over France in like a stupid little amount of time. I can't like remember, but like if it wasn't a few days, it was like a few weeks. That's like speed running. Out. They speed ran it, Yeah. <laughs> And because, like, France didn't want to lose or get Paris destroyed, they just surrendered, right? Yeah. Because so much history in those cities, they were like, nope, never mind. <laughs> we're chill to surrender. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, 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 don't touch the art, okay? <laughs> Which is funny because France was, like, considered at that point one of the best armies in the world and they got, like, took over super quick. So that was very scary, right? <laughs> Don't have a lot of art. Noted. No. Noted. Noted. Don't have a lot of precious things that you don't want destroyed. It was interesting. I think they took over from... No, they couldn't go through Switzerland or something. So they had to go... Yeah, I can't remember what the Nazis did, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, they took over France. So basically from that moment on, the war was basically just Germany attacking England, right? Because it's just like that little... <laughs> piece of ocean in between the two countries yeah so there was a lot of bombing and england was like shattered so the allies weren't doing very well then so basically what the americans did one of the things that they did right because they did the campaign africa which ended in them conquering greece italy up to germany and then the other one was attacking through england so basically they went from england cross that like part that ocean part into france yeah conquer france back and then attack through that way as well so 
I'm trying to visualize it all map wise. That's when D Day happened. So they basically were <laughs> planning the attack of the beach. The Germans knew, but they couldn't decode their messages. And basically, I think it was the Americans and the English made like a. <laughs> they just pulled up. The they made a thing where they made the Germans think it was in another beach. So this beach was like hella reinforced. And then they just attacked through Normandy. <laughs> Which is D Day. A lot of people died on that conflict. I think that yeah. is like one of the bloodiest conflicts in like in history. I can imagine based on the f- based on just like the uh what do you say, like the landscape? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, man. It's not not favorable to <laughs> to those taking the beach. I'll I'll give, I'll give No, the f- I would hate to be in um, the front line. <laughs> yeah, I'd hate to be in any line, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're right. <laughs> It'd probably be good to be like the engineer behind something. <laughs> did, they, did they successfully take it, though? Yeah, they did. After, like, they murdered, oh they got God. so many people murdered. But... That's nuts. That's, yeah. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought it fell. I mean, I thought, like, uh, I thought it was an unsuccessful. No, it was successful. Um, it took so long. <laughs> and there were, like, armies from all over the world. So, like, there were Canadian armies, there were American, English, French, I think some Swiss guys. I don't know. Goddamn. Goddamn. Yeah. Popular, popular spot. Dude, so, so many people. <laughs> so many people died. Oh, my God. I can't. Biggest black in history. That's not what I wrote. What? Biggest battle. Biggest black in history. What the hell? What are you searching, Google? <laughs> what are you searching, dude? <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. Don't know, man. Just hanging out. Oh. Oh, here you go. Ooh. The ba- the deadliest battle in history was actually Stalingrad. Oh. So, I really, you, already, you already mentioned that one? Interesting. How cool. Anyway. <laughs> Is that just because the most people died? Yeah, I think so, apparently. Oh the, my God. The f- yeah, that's the 10th. Oh, actually. 10th most that's deadly. The tenth. I think that's the 10th, it seems. Rass up to the number one, baby. Yes, I want to see the number one. Go Why away. are we fascinated with death? <laughs> People's death. I don't know, man. We're just like, yeah, oh, where, where? Oh, no. The where, biggest was Stalingrad. Most people die. Battle of Berlin was the second. Oh, my God. There's so many more. <laughs> Belarusa. Oh, here you go. D-Day. Oh, it's up there. Yeah, it's third. Third most. The Battle of Normandy, which killed 379,000 people. I didn't realize that this this works out kind of well for Anzac Day being probably the day I've published for this episode. That's true. That's true, actually. Tomorrow. (laughs) That war is... Oh my the god! What was the topic? Well, Stalingrad is six hundred thirty-three thousand people. Is the biggest? Yeah, deaths. Six hundred thirty-three thousand people died in one battle. <laughs> it's quite a. That's almost a. That's half a mil people, man. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> the second one is the Battle of Berlin, which was five hundred thirty-nine. What, does that look like? what are they? Are they like troops? Like. 
guns or no civilians gun, no, no guns probably a lot a lot of guns yeah, yeah. okay the time of guns yeah gu- uh, tanks <laughs> that's nuts that's nuts yeah d-day was three hundred seventy-nine thousand, but that was fought within seven days it seems and then you have stalingrad which is fought within august 42 oh, to like february 43 so it took August, December, January, February. It took six months to finish, basically. Oh, just to catch 100,000 people dying every month. Oh, yeah, no, it's terrible. <laughs> That's nuts. Wow, you can average that down to per day. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. And, well, and what then you that? have... And then you have D-Day, which would have been... 1,000 a month. Seven days. It would have been basically 379,000 divided by seven <laughs> I'm not doing math and then me neither <laughs> please 300,000 379 don't sugarcoat it <laughs> 379 divided by seven yeah 54,000 54,000 people dying a day sick in one little spot yeah mad. <laughs> on a beach <laughs> literally a beach <laughs> that's crazy that's that. that's crazy <laughs> Apparently, the Canadian troops did really well during that war. I remember seeing a documentary about it. The Canadian troops? Yeah. Why? They just took over this, like, just, place just... that was, like, very valuable or something. They were just good or something? They were know. good, yeah. Don't know. Fair. <laughs> no further comments. <laughs> can't knock them, I guess. Uh, but those are, like, from both sides. So, this is from both sides. Fucking silent achiever, man. Yeah, Berlin is the worst, I reckon. So it's 539,000 people died. Mm. Uh, April, literally like 16, literally like 16 days, right? And literally 539,000 people died, which is like probably close to the other one. However... (laughs) 458,000 of those people were German. So, like, <laughs> oh, wow. the most... The most of them <laughs> were the one side. <laughs> Sick. <clears throat> yeah, it's terrible. War is terrible. War is... Uh, <laughs> is war good? <laughs> Depends. Depends how you look at it. Well, I think that's, that's the conclusion we reached uh, early, hey? was like a... Yeah. It's bad in the sense, but it drives forward growth. So, rip. It does. It really quickly is not even the fact that it just drives it forward. It just drives it forward real quick. Yeah, it's the competition drives the innovation. Yep. Right. Um, I love the the plane industry during Second World War. The <laughs> They literally had like propeller planes at the beginning, and then at the end they have like jets. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Only like seven years apart, and they're like literally trying to create the best because, like, at the beginning of the war, they didn't have machine guns on the planes. Yeah, yeah, and whoever can create the faster plane has a decisive advantage. Yeah, no machine. You know those planes with like the gun on the plane and the pilot has to like shoot as they're flying yeah 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 yeah. that was great in second world war and it was like a huge invention because a lot of the ones before that 
had to shoot through the propellers. Right? Yeah, and they would hear the propellers. <laughs> and yep, yep, yep. They would kill the pilot. Yeah, I've. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this. <laughs> Which is not optimal. <laughs> that is so wild that they were just like. I don't. I guess they thought it was a good idea. No. And the safety growth in the war as like, well. Why would you actually even create that? I, <laughs> guess, I guess you're desperate. You're like, yo, we need we to get really something please. up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> if they can do that, I don't get why they do. They couldn't put the gun. In, oh no, because the propeller is literally the last thing on the plane. You're right. Oh, yeah, like there's nothing they could have. Like there's no other. I mean, some of them have the, the gun work. point at the propeller, right? Like where it rotates, where it is. But yeah, super bad. Jet engines definitely a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it makes more sense. It makes more sense. It makes a lot more sense. <laughs> First they're World just, War, funnier though. Funny. Funnier, because they didn't have guns. It they couldn't just, do it, so they had to like. They had literally speed. like anchors. <laughs> what? they would throw things <laughs> like you know how like in now planes you have bombs attached to the plane you open yeah, it and then yeah, the bombers yeah. drop well back then there was none of that so they just like have grenades and just throw them <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah pretty fun that would be scary that would be terrifying imagine you have just a bunch of grenades on your feet <laughs> Oh wow, that's I was just thinking about flying and then just seeing like explosions happen in front of you. Jesus uh, oh yeah. The accuracy wouldn't be good either. Damn. Anyway, <laughs> this is a long convo, but Mom, we've because... reached an hour and a half, I reckon we should. Yeah. I still can't believe people live through that and we don't live through anything even like Oh dude, our lives are so nice. Remotely close to that. I mean <laughs> Ukraine is pretty much like that right now. Yeah, but if not scarier, we, don't you reckon new technology we, is scarier? Because it can kill so many more people in one blow. Back then, like, the biggest thing would be, like, a cannon. And that would be, like, super terrifying. And then now we have, like, literal <laughs> tanks. <laughs> uh, they, like, detonate and explode. And we have people with, like, bazookas. <laughs> Look, I'm going to take the mature answer in here, here and say that I, I have witnessed neither. So it would be... That's valid. It would be incredibly insensitive for me to weigh on either side. <laughs> Whoa, thanks, man. That's I'm just... Cool. No, nah, look, I'm... Yeah, okay, look. It was That's bit, so it nice. Was, it was a bit harsh on my response. I disagree, but yeah. <laughs> I think maybe... Don't you reckon new technology is, like, more scary? To, if I had to, weird. like, yeah, yeah. It's more, scary, more scary would be the new. More scary would be the new. You literally have... But I would like, be more scared operating the old. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, more dodgy. Yeah, so I don't, it's like a 50-50. It depends. I mean, like, to confront it. Because yeah, you yeah. feel... You'd be more safe in a tank nowadays. If I, was, if I was being confronted, I'd be more scared of the future. But if I had to confront, I'd be more scared operating the old. Yeah. I, know, uh, I think it depends as way, well. Good way of answering it, but... Not to think about it. I feel like it depends. Because, like, that was the top tier technology they knew. So it would have been, like, pretty scary as well. Like. Yeah, it would have been most, like. Yeah. 
like yeah one day our technology now is going to be old technology is that what you're saying it would be a lot more painful as well technology back then i feel like technology nowadays we'll if just, you hit we'll kill you you kill you're dead yeah and then back then you'd be very like very long period of pain until you die like if you get shot by a cannon <laughs> Oh my you god. You would be in pain for hours bleeding out. <laughs> and Imagine then... being an army guy and you just like well, not not even army. I don't even know how old how back I'm going, but like <laughs> imagine like a oh, damn, catapult. <laughs> oh my god. That'd be sucky. <laughs> Do you see this ball of fire flying through the sky at you? Ah see, I think that's that's rather terrifying in a way that I'm not It'd be sure. a lot slower than nowadays. I agree. That's what I'm like. I, this is, that's why I'm like, I, I haven't experienced any of it. So yeah. I think I can't really say that. Now you barely even see it. <laughs> you're just like chilling and then you're dead. <laughs> right. But I'm just picturing some like a drone walk, like a freaking little dog with a gun on its <laughs> back walks around the corner. Like you'll be terrified. <laughs> No, those dogs are pretty scary, man. I wouldn't... I wouldn't fight them. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think maybe it was like... I saw Black Mirror. Do you remember that episode of Black Mirror? Where they have like the dogs trying to find the humans? I don't know if you no, ever watched that episode. That that got stuck with me because I knew there was a technology that was growing up. And it's just like these dogs, drone dogs, AI, just looking for these humans for like no inherent purpose. You know how Black Mirror was, but... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Assuming they want to the human's dead but no reason to put on to it I need to check out the episode either way I think you're right we should wrap it yes it's time it's rather rather depressing episode <laughs> about it's depressing it's about factual. murder and death I mean yeah you're right it is, it is all factual it's factual a little bit of our opinions Except which for- if you didn't hear before I do want to have kids by the way it's just <laughs> I have strong views on society because I kind of have to. Is the industry I'm walking into. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, have a good week, everyone. We'll catch you in the 16th episode. Goodbye. Uh...